Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash The Barn. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash The Barn. My people, what's up? We're back on the Knuckleball Primetime live in Columbia, Missouri. The Central Rebels will kick off against the Syndicate Indians tomorrow at 11 a.m. for the State 3 Class 3 title for the State Championship. It will be some great football, so make sure you tune in. If you're not here on the Mission stream, you can buy that on their site, and uh, it will be a great game to watch and the last one for this season. We're sitting here right now. It's still the second part of the coach's interviews with Corey Swice. Coach Swice, how you doing? Doing great. You're doing great, DJ. Uh, looking forward to the game tomorrow for sure. Yeah, we're here another week. Uh, I knew we'd be here, man. I just watching stuff and trusting our team and just, you know, schematics and stuff. I knew we'd be here. Uh, how's it feel to be here? Just sitting back and now you're through the week and it's Thursday and about 24 hours less less from kickoff. Man, it feels awesome. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of time today to reflect on the bus ride up here, um, thinking about all the groups that have come through before these guys and think just wondering really if we were ever going to be able to get to this point, um, you know, because, you know, I'll be honest, I've, I've thought – you know, in the past 10, 15 years, we've had some good teams that, that were good enough to do it, uh, and we just would always get knocked off. And, and uh, you know, these guys have, have, you know, they've finally got through all that stuff. And, uh, you know, it's been a joy to, to be on the ride with them. But, uh, you know, it's all the players that have contacted me. Uh, you know, I've got so many texts from former players, and, and uh, it's just been awesome. Uh, and I hope our guys tomorrow go out and make every Rebel, former Rebel, proud proud to be a rebel i was uh on the radio last week i was trying not to you know just have my moment because like you know it is a lot you know them two days when back when me and jake were in school and stuff and just all that you know dedication and stuff and all that time it it's just a it's a cool thing to see from like the years going on and seeing people go to college and come back to play and put their time into you know what's flourishing is is just really cool to see and it was just a proud moment to see all that red swarming swarming last week it was it was really cool to see but uh so talking about the game tomorrow and no I feel like last week we got a little gash you know um do we have tomorrow do you feel like it's a game to where we can't like waste any quarters you know you feel like you know you got to come out you feel like you got to have a better you feel like you got to have good two halves or can you waste one half to have a better half or how do you you know what do you think well, obviously, you want to play the full game, 48 minutes. You know, that's what we preach. Um, you know, last week was kind of weird, you know. Uh, you know, Blair Oaks was supposed to be the team. Everybody talked about them being the team in Class 3. Um, and we really went up and handled them pretty pretty good in the first half. Uh, you know, and actually started the third quarter off really well and, and you know, built up a, 
a pretty good lead of 42 to 14 and you know you're feeling really good about it being up four scores and and uh but that's what good teams do they don't quit and you know Blair Oaks was able to uh, mount a comeback on us and make it really interesting but again uh you know we always preach it and you get you know it you've played in our program uh adversity is going to hit and uh you don't know if it's going to be at the beginning of the game and middle of the game at the end of the game and the adversity for us in, in that game was obviously at the end and uh, you know, our guys were gassed, and they played extremely fast. Uh, we like to play fast. We didn't play as fast as we like to because of that reason, uh, with them having only a few guys playing both ways. So uh, it was an interesting game, to say the least. But this week will be a little bit different. Uh, you know, Seneca takes their time. They don't run – they don't They don't play fast. Uh, you know, they'll huddle, and, and they'll be methodical, and they'll try to have ball control, and they'll try to keep our offense off the field, which – uh, we like to be. We like to play offense. Our guys, our guys like the ball out on that side of the ball. Um, but we're gonna have to do a good job defensively to try to get Seneca off the field. And uh, you know, we're probably gonna pick up the pace uh, tomorrow, just because I think uh, that'll play in our hands uh, offensively. Um, but we do need to play four quarters for sure. Uh, I don't think uh, there'll be enough possessions like there was last week for us to, you know, not play well in a quarter or two and, and still come out victorious. So we're gonna have to play a good 48 minutes. Time was on your side, but it was a battle last week, wasn't it? Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. Uh, you know, uh, it was really weird, that game, for, from a coach's standpoint, because uh, I really felt like we could probably keep scoring, which, looking back on it, maybe <laughs> I should have been more aggressive, uh, you know, like we were in the first half. Uh, but, you know, when you get up four scores, you know, the clock starts really becoming a something in the back of your head. And so, I, you know, I kept wanting to run the ball because I wanted the clock to run, and, uh, you know, you get yourself in some situations where you get some second and third downs, and now, uh, you know, it's really important for you to convert those because otherwise you're giving it right back to them when they got the momentum. And, uh, you know, we did have a couple costly drops there in, in the uh, second half of that football game that would have been some first downs that would have probably sealed the game. Uh, we had a fumble recovery when we were up four scores, or a possible fumble recovery that we could have got when we were up four scores. That probably would have sealed the game. There was some defensive plays that we, you know, they threw over the top in some situations where typically we make those plays that could have ended the game. Like there were lots of situations in that second half that could have just ended the game, and we and we just weren't making those plays, and it allowed them to get back in it with the momentum. And uh, but we made the big play when it mattered, and and you know at the end of the day, uh, I think it may be good for us again because we we did face more adversity, and I think uh, the more adversity you face when you can overcome it, I think you can use that that experience to to be a better ball team i feel like so through through playing with you and just watching you coach through a while i feel like you're a tone setter but i feel like you're also like a guy that you kind of adjust off your opponent tomorrow and there's no next week you come out like setting the tone or do you you kind of wait the second like not set the tone the second half but you know you rather have it the second half you get what i'm saying yeah i think uh you know you know i'm always a defer kind of guy you know i like to you know, see what the other team is doing and then have more possessions in the second half, like get the, get the ball to start the second half. Uh, but the MO of this team is really, you know, I think we're going to – we like to have the ball first because, um, you know, we want to get teams behind. And if we can get teams behind, especially a team like Seneca uh, that loves to run the football, you know, maybe you can get them out of their comfort zone and, and maybe try to get them to throw the ball when they don't really need to throw the ball, but they think they need to throw the ball because they're losing. So, uh, you know, it's going to be crucial that we get out to a good start in this game, I think. You know, we, we want to play out in front. We don't want to really want to get behind. It's hard when you get behind a good running football team because they're when you get behind a good running football team, they're just really content just getting three and four yards and eating time and the clock just 
melts and uh, you know so that's uh it's going to be important I, I think it's uh going to be really important that we play a really good first half uh, and and have the league going into halftime i would say these last two weeks have just been some really clean football too there wasn't a lot of penalties last week and i feel like that helped a lot helped us out a lot too would you agree yeah, I think, uh, you know, the, the two playoff games since districts and actually the first half against St. Jen, um, we have been, like, super clean. Like, uh, I, you know, I think the first um, half against St. Jen, if I'm not mistaken, I think we executed all of our drives in the first half ex- except for one. I think we had to punt one time. Uh, we didn't turn it over and had very few penalties. Uh, you know, Borgia week and the quarterfinals, um, you know, we had two or three penalties, I think, and that didn't turn the ball over. And uh, last week, I think, was the same thing. I think we had two or three penalties and, and didn't turn the ball over. So if you do those things, and, and people always ask me what the keys to victory are, and I always say, you know, three things, well, four really. But, uh, you know, if you don't turn it over, you don't have very many penalties, uh, you execute and and you can play well on special teams, you got a really good chance of winning. And I thought we did all of those things. You know, special teams has been a little bit of a struggle for us this year, but uh, those other phases, we've been excellent. We don't we don't really turn the ball over very much, and we do a, usually do a pretty good job of turning other turning the ball over on you know our, our opponents. So uh, if we can win that turnover battle, that goes a long way in sealing victories. And then obviously uh, being clean with the penalties has been huge the last couple of weeks, and hopefully. Uh, you know, our guys have been doing that. I, I don't see any reason why we would, you know, revert back to anything other than that. You and um, you, Coach Jones and Coach Aholt, kind of just been building this thing for 15 years. How do you guys just kind of, you know, win or loss, how do you guys just kind of just accept the moment? Well, I mean, obviously at the end of the day, you're going to accept whatever happens. I mean, all you can do is prepare your kids um, and then they go out and execute. The, the thing about these guys is uh, you just feel really good about it because – they're kind of like dogs you know we call we call them dogs they that, like they want the moment like that's what they these guys are kind of built for that like they all want to be on this stage um you know i don't think the stage can be too big for these guys and and that's kind of cool and and so i'm really excited to watch them tomorrow because um i think you're going to see the best version of them tomorrow and and that's going to be exciting and you know, if it's if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, and you know, obviously, there's a lot more important things in life than a football game. So, um, we'll be able to move on regardless. Uh, obviously, um, we have a whole community behind us, so uh, we want to we want to go win this football game for not just the guys on the team, not just the coaches on the on the staff, but uh, we want to win this team for everybody in the Park Hills community because. Uh, you know they long for stuff like this. It, it was really neat uh, last year going down to Springfield for the for the Final Four in basketball, and you know you're driving down Highway 44, and and everybody you're passing is is a Central Rebel, and uh, I'm sure it was like that today coming up Highway 70, and it will be like that again in the morning uh, coming up Highway 70. You're going to pa- be passing people on the highway, and they're going to be wearing their Rebel red, and um, you know that's cool. And and small town football, there's nothing like it. I mean there's you know, we're, we're, you know, when we got here, it was a basketball community. Um, you know, they had some success in baseball, but football was an afterthought. So it's really cool. I think when you have a successful football program in a small town, uh, it really brings a lot of people together. I think there's, uh, so many, so many positives that can come from a successful high school football team. And, uh, you know, we're just glad to be a part of that. Ups and downs, great players, great teams, different years. How would one word to describe your coaching years as a central rebel? One word. <laughs> uh, you can elaborate on that. Yeah, uh, I'll say if I had to say one word, I would say enjoyable. Um, That's what Bridges said. Yeah, it's just been enjoyable. I've I've really had a really great experience. Um, 
you know, through all the years, uh, you know, even the years that we weren't really successful when we were just starting to build the program, um, looking back and realizing now how, how naive and how much I, how little I knew, uh, to where we're at today. And, and, you know, we go to, I go to coaching clinics and I go, I speak to the coaches and, and, you know, I'm one of those old guys now that people actually are looking at me for advice when I remember being the young coach looking up to older coaches for advice. Um, you know, and it's kind of cool to go to those, to those meetings and those clinics and, you know, coaches reaching out to you about different things. And, you know, when you coach as long as I have, you've seen a lot, you know, a lot. Um, but everything being said with all that stuff, it's, you know, X's and O's are awesome, but unless you have the relationship with the kids, none of it matters. And, uh, uh, you can you can go out there and you can out execute and you can out scheme and you can out do all that stuff. But if the kids, if, if the guys won't run through a wall for you, it doesn't work. And and you know that's kind of the feeling I've got for the last 10, 15 years. I feel like our guys, um, you know, I think Coach Jones re- demands a lot of respect, and um, for whatever reason, I think the kids a lot of times respect me too. Um, but I just think it's awesome because I think the guys genuinely would do anything we ask them to do, and and. You know, I think we're trying to be positive role models, and I'm not saying we're perfect by any means because none of us are, but um, we, we just want to be positive role models because if they want to simulate, a, if, they, if they'll do anything that we ask them to do, we hope that they'll act like us and do the things that we do outside of football as well. And, and I think that's the big thing is, you know, you want to be good role models because it's, you're influencing 15- to 18-year-old men, and, you know, they're easily influenced at that age. And, so you want to make sure that everything's positive and, and uh, you know, that's kind of what we – that's what, kind of how we want to, want to run our program and hopefully we've been able to do that for the last 20 years. And it's more than football and it's more than uh, X's and O's and W's at the end of the day for sure. And it's about building relationships and getting these, making these kids be great young men after football in high school for sure. Coach Swise, I've enjoyed your time and I've enjoyed watching you this season. Good luck tomorrow and bring it home, baby. Let's do it. Let's do this thing. Let's do it, baby. Coach Swise, Central Rebels, Knuckleball Primetime, and we're out. Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash the barn. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash the barn.